Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. What is number sense? The path forward when dealing with dyslexia, dyspraxia and dyscoculia. How to fix dyscoculia. Research needed to understand the prevalence of dyscoculia and strategies for children who struggle with math. This is our podcast for week 31 in 2023. And welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Dyscoculia Services, to help us review the links of the week. Well, as always, thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. We're happy that you could step in for a while so that we could go over the links for this week published on DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. And uh, now the first one is about <coughs> what is number sense. What is number sense? Yeah, good question, because a lot of people um, use this word for uh, many different things. But uh, here we talk about a very nice infographic from the Learning Disabilities Association of America that they published on Instagram. And they make some great points. And I like the one uh, where they say that number sense uh, can be trained. And also in the UK, they are very keen on this. And they have, the, for instance, the National Numeracy Challenge organized. Right, yeah. And very active there. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. They help people to improve their number sense. Um, but not so much attention is given here in the US to this problem yet. Not, not in general um, okay. way for the, for the large public. So that's very good from the LDA to push this kind of information and in fact if you or your child has a learning disability you should definitely consider becoming a member of the LDA Learning Disabilities Organization uh, Association of America and get access to their vast uh, reservoir of podcasts and webinars and other information Or you can think about joining a conference, get in touch with others who deal with a similar uh, learning disability, uh, either personally or a loved one or professionally, and and link uh, with those people and and form a group. You always hear new things that can be uh, useful for you. Okay. Well, sounds good. Sounds good. Definitely uh, something that our our listeners uh, should all do and, and grow the LDA. Now, the next link talks about the path forward when dealing with learning disability challenges. What do we have here? Yeah, this is uh, from the Homeschool How-To website. All right. It's uh, it's a podcast, (laughs) like we do. Yeah. Yeah. And you can listen to this um, and and you hear a mother uh, talk about her quest to find the path forward in all her challenges with learning disabilities of uh, their children. Okay. And it can be hard for people to find the right resources or to navigate um, the waters of schools. Right. And uh, know their rules. They all got their own little rules or regulations. Every school district and sometimes even every school uh, has different uh, rules about uh, which accommodations and support they are able to provide. So also, when you grow out of the school-going age, you can be confronted with situations where you could do a great job with some little adjustments. 
And it is often an uphill battle to get these little adjustments or accommodations uh, approved or implemented in a work setting. Anyway, this is a great podcast to listen to and you won't feel alone anymore in your struggles. Always (laughs) hear new suggestions. Okay. Now, the next link uh, is interesting. It says, How to Fix Discoculia. That sounds like a wonderful title. Yes, absolutely. I wish that was a quick fix, but uh, that's, there's a, not a quick fix here. So. Um, oh, oops. Clickbait, uh, huh? Clickbait. That's well, that well, is. well, <laughs> there's also some real information here. This is from uh, Gormley's blog. And, yeah, it's a great uh, question. Uh, but like I say, how to fix this coculia, there, there is no uh, easy answer. We don't have a silver bullet here. Although treatment for everyone will be different. Because right. this is not a one-size-fits-all. The approach to get that right treatment can be uh, similar. And this blog outlines the various steps you need to take. Okay. So their best comment is this. And I'll, I will share... Uh, not exactly how to get over this cochlea, but learning to manage it by taking small, concrete steps. Okay. And she even, uh, and this uh, person even made a math workbook, apparently, with a lot of pictures. Um, but I, I couldn't find many sample pages, so I, I have no opinion about the book, but right. obviously it's good that uh, there's work done for those uh, students. And I, I also agree, you do need to take small steps. Right. And, um, you can so learn how to manage it over time. As they say, you cannot avoid the storms, but you can learn how to surf. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and networking with other people, uh, right. that is always very, uh, very useful. Sounds good. Now, the next link is about needing more research into the prevalence of dyscoculia. Yeah, this comes actually from South Africa. Okay. Uh, Dr. Lindiwe Mokocho, I I hope I say that properly. Sounds good Uh, to me. (laughs) The head of the faculty um, of education at the Independent Institute of Education said that there is a limited research on dyscalculia in South Africa. And certainly when I was there, there was hardly any, or I could almost say at that moment none, but that's some time ago. Anyway... Um, pupils often, uh, and, and this is an English um, uh, origin word, huh? we, some uh, countries say students and here they say pupils, often find math really challenging um, because they, they already come with a preconceived uh, notion, with, but the idea about the subject, oh, this will be hard. It will be hard, yeah. And such a negative outlook on the subject make their overall attitude uh, towards mathematics a little bit shady, if okay. not to say negative. And they definitely create a barrier to effective learning. Now then, he goes on to talk about uh, the economic impact of dyscalculia and learning disabilities in general, that's which good, is that's, which that's is huge good, and, and much larger than most people think. Right. So he makes a good point that people are fast to complain about math, and it's socially and also there in um, South Africa accepted to be so-called bad at math. 
just uh-huh. walk away from it. It's uh, very uh, socially accepted. And that doesn't help to get people to the right treatment because they just sit back right. and, and say, let okay, it slip. You can't do it anyway. And, uh, yeah. So it is considered just difficult anyways. And that makes people not realize that they may have a learning disability if it's really, really right. too right. difficult. Right. Well, good perspectives from uh, South Africa. Definitely that economic impact, uh, you know, that, that should be something that uh, gets more widely known, uh, you know, that would bring some attention. Well, this brings us to our last link for this week, and it has strategies for children who struggle with math. We can use that. Absolutely. This is from the specialedresource.com uh, website. And they outline what dyscalculia is and what good strategies uh, can be. And we just let me uh, mention one point here that they make. It is important to reinforce the idea that dyscalculia is a challenge, but not a defining characteristic. So, That's a end good point. quote. Yeah. So something can be done about it. Don't just sit back and accept it as something that is set in stone. Yeah. So this is very good for parents and children to know. So they don't give up, but they work actively on their uh, remediation. And uh, there, there are five points about using your child's uh, favorite activities. That's, that's a good suggestion. And connect that with numbers. They also suggest uh, use everyday items as tools or as manipulatives. If you have pennies or paper clips, you can do uh, uh, playing cards. You can do all kinds of mm-hmm. uh, number activities with that. And don't forget the Lego blocks. And slicing pizza and mentioning the the fractions of that. Right. Then uh, the third suggestion is generally look for math in everything you do. So board games, but also shopping and um, allowance money and trying to calculate Show the child that uh, math is part of of your whole life. You can even use uh, movement games with this large dice, but uh, don't forget the old-fashioned hopscotch board. And um, last but not least, turn math into a fun art project, like, like drawing a group of flowers uh, so many times in, in phases. Okay, now okay. how many uh, okay. flowers do we have in total now? Creative, that's creative. Yeah, this is it's just something what you can do at home, uh, and it also helps with anxiety and, and with withdrawal uh, from math. Um, while the special ed teacher in school works on the basic math uh, skills. So yeah. it, it goes in tandem. goes hand in hand, absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. My dear listeners, you can read all the links that uh, Dr. Schroeder has highlighted here on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. And uh, if you go into the search function there, type in any word uh, related to discoculia that you'd be interested in, like treatment or research or tools, then you get a, a plethora of years and years of research on discoculia at your fingertips. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. 
search for Disco Curia headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us. <laughs>